0: Hello, I'm Louisa Kiwana and welcome to another episode of The Mixed Project, a podcast exploring Pan-African culture and lifestyle. On today's topic, we're exploring African masculinity, what it means, what African men talk about, what are their interest points and what are some of the things that form our notion of what it means to be an African man. So with no further delay, I'm going to hand it over to Julian and Ade.
1: My name is Ade Bangbala. I'm a Bangbala. Yes, sir. You already know. Um, And my day job, my nine to five, is I'm a digital marketing trainer. I work on a Google project called a digital garage where I teach people how to grow their business, their careers, or their confidence online. All right. So it takes me up and down the UK. Yeah. That's my day job. All right. I've also got In another hat. In the nighttime. In Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't at me, ladies, because there is no nighttime activities. <laughs> Unless, wait a minute, pause. But no, um, I also have a social enterprise brand, which is all about the empowerment and the upskilling of the black community, the young black community, and it's called Black Ticulate, which is black action Articulate all amalgamated into one word.
2: All right. Thanks for coming down. And the reason why I reached out to you for this podcast was um, we've had conversations
1: you seem as an alpha male. That's what it is.
2: We've had, we've had conversations about this topic, not not explicitly. So not in the sense of oh, let's talk about what men talk about. But because when, we
1: are men, so by default, yeah. we're just talking.
2: <laughs> exactly. That'd be weird, right? I'm let's weird. talk about what men
1: talk about.
2: But uh, but sort of when I when I was scoping out what this um, this podcast w- w- was going to be about, I wanted to sort of find someone that I know had opinions about it and someone that I like um, verbally exercising with and Unpacking what the the ideas and the sort of arguments that, that they bring forward, and y- you came to mind. Hey so. guys,
1: don't let Julian fool you, man. <laughs> All he has is girlfriends. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I'm probably one of the few him, me, and his flatmate he could potentially uh, call upon. So. Well,
0: I think if anything, oh, yeah. that's what sparked this conversation, right? So Julian and caught o- caught up over some Mexican food last week, and you know this. The, the, the idea about this episode just sprung forth from that conversation because he was actually saying, you know, a lot of my I don't even know what we were talking about before that, but he said um, the majority of his friends are female. And I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I don't know if I asked or if I didn't ask, or if my, this is my imagination making things up, about what the difference is between the conversations that he has with his female friends and the conversation that he has with his male friends. Um, and the extent to which there are things that he feels that he can talk about and express himself about regarding himself to his female friends compared to his male friends, and if so, why?
2: And I think to sort of set the scene, I, I, I think, and this might sort of answer the question that we've, we've asked, like what do men talk about? I think that essentially I find it easier to get, deeper or to get more vulnerable with my female friends so and that's not because i don't have the same sense of depth with my male friends but it's much quicker for a female friend to you know from the get-go for from us for for us to sort of get deep from the get-go and i think with male friends who sometimes stumble into that um female friends can say hey look let's talk about this with male friends it's sort of like oh we're hanging out so i think first of all what i want to sort of ask you is do you um, sort of agree with the premise, with the myth that men don't talk or don't talk enough about important things?
1: No, I don't agree with that from the get go because fundamentally, important as well as a very subjective term. Yeah. Right. And I think we do talk about important things. But I think what you were alluding to specifically was feelings. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You were saying that you can actually be more open and vulnerable to female colleagues. Colleagues yeah. is not the right word. Friends. Yeah. Yeah. And female is not the right word neither. So don't come at me, guys. Women. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Because I've actually had many a conversation. Sorry about saying the word female, but women. Yeah. Right. Um, you don't believe men talk about feelings in insofar or in as much depth as women do. Yep. But insofar as important, mm. I think we do. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to elaborate, don't you? Yeah, elaborate, yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay, I think fundamentally it's all about, not the paradigm, but the actual parameters in which you set a friendship too. Because we go to certain people and different people for certain things, yeah. right? Yeah. And I know personally, majority of my friends, Actually, it might be an even split, but I definitely go to my friends for different reasons, mm-hmm. right? And I do have male friends in which I speak in, like, like deep feelings, mm-hmm. like, without a shadow of a doubt. Mm-hmm. Where I'm vulnerable, where I'm talking about, you know, just mental health and just the well-being of just ourselves as people. Mm-hmm. So, I don't agree with that. I think mm-hmm. it's really about the setting yeah. and how you started yeah. with that specific friend. Yeah. If, the, if that's fair.
2: Yeah. So I, I was talking with, with Roach or uh, a friend, uh, a mutual friend. Or Roach. Uh, yeah, called.
1: I really hate that nickname. <laughs> um, tiny, if you're listening, I don't corroborate <laughs> or endorse Roach as a nickname. So
2: we were sort of bouncing ideas um, last night. And one thing he said stuck with me. So he, he said, essentially, men, men and women are the same. But um, women have the tools to express their feelings and oftentimes men don't so essentially the way we the way external stimuli sort of imparts on us is the same we have those feelings we have those emotions so this idea that you know men are from mars women are from venus is bullshit but you know women have the tools to express Sort of been socialized to express their feelings more than men have so we're sort of stunted is that premise that
1: interesting i'd rather you pass the mic on to louisa if that's okay i don't mind (laughs) so what tools do you believe Mm -hmm. as a woman that you're privy to that men don't have.
0: I think it's more socially acceptable for me to express myself emotionally or to be emotional and give priority to my feelings, not just the facts of the situation. I think there is a way in which sometimes we undermine men who do express themselves because we might peg them as, oh, he's too emotional or he's too needy, encouraging the dampening of men's feelings and, and, and demasculizing men for being able to be vulnerable in that way.
1: Yeah. So you wouldn't call it a tool though, because we all have the ability to vocalize, but you're just saying the, so sh- the social construct of, I guess, for lack of a better word, the stereotype of what a woman should be and what a man should be mm-hmm. doesn't allow for a man to be freely yeah. expressing one's feelings.
0: So I think a social construct in itself is a tool. It's something that exists and you use it to your benefit so I think it exists as a tool and as well as that I think there are other tools similarly to what Julian said the way we see men and women communicate with each other on TV and the way in which how that plays out in social situations when we watch dating shows when we watch I don't know if you watch Love Island but there was a bromance in Love Island that became like such a really big deal because these two guys actually talked to each other and hugged each other and but it was just them and it was then pegged to be some huge bromance and a big deal and and pegged to be the exception yeah and i think quite often it is the exception and you know even in you know my own relationship i might ask my partner something or how he feels about something and his initial response will usually be a lot more simplified to actually the depth of his feelings. Feelings are important. They are very much drivers of our behavior in many ways. When we get to the core of what is really happening inside, um and how he feels about something, then I will say, oh actually you really were upset about this or you really did feel hurt about this or you actually were really passionate and excited about this but he wouldn't articulate himself in that way and he if i was to ask why he would either just think mm, whatever or oh, i'm just a guy
1: so you're now talking about the scales and the nuances mm. right if that makes sense yeah. um and let me try and give it in context so eskimos or people yeah eskimos have like 35 allegedly 35 words for snow but if you're to look at us we'll just say snow yes right so you are talking about the scale here of Um, a feeling yes even though we are still articulating our feeling but not to the depth and degree and i even Mm. show you in a case study case study an example Mm. so when uh john legend and his um, wife or is it fiance i forget her name wife
0: chrissy yeah thank
1: you very much i knew you'd know jules i said it too by the way i
0: knew
1: knew jules so when they announced the pregnancy of his wife right On his Instagram account, he was just like, we're pregnant, yay. But hers, she almost wrote a paragraph of explaining explicitly. I think I saw that, yeah. You saw that? Yeah. So therein lies the crux or the differentiation, but we're still getting to the point.
0: Mm. The pregnancy
1: was the point. Do you know what I mean? Or the celebration that we are pregnant.
0: But that's what I mean. The facts are one thing, but really how you feel about it is something else I think that men are often pragmatic about how they express themselves and in that they end up coating a range of other things that should that they should one allow themselves to, to to investigate and two I think their close people friends and loved ones should have the opportunity to do so too and I don't think it's through lack of uh vocabulary I think it's through expected social behavior?
1: I think you don't personally, us a disservice. Right. And I say that insofar as I'm sure everyone has, and not lack of vocabulary, but everyone has those feelings, because mm. feelings are feelings, aren't they? Mm. Fundamentally, right? You mm. can't help but feel. But how they articulate it thereafter, they might have already gone through that entire process. Mm. And then fundamentally, they're like, okay, this is it, and this is what I can express.
2: Yeah,
1: Whereby I think... And again, I'm only one man and I can't speak on behalf of all men, Mm. you know, but I think just at that time, a given time, they might not have actually had the process Mm. to be able to explain themselves. So they'll just Mm. give the basic, simple answer they possibly Mm. can. I'm cool. I'm blessed. But then, you know, with all due respect to women, Mm -hmm. I think that's never good enough. It's almost like, well, actually let's unearth that then and then. Yeah. When actually a lot of the times it's, boom, let's just park that. Yeah. I'll give you an answer. Then we can come back to it. But mm. at least I've already thought about it.
0: Okay. So I, I suppose Potentially. Before, before we get too existential, what are the things that you typically talk about with your guy friends? Typically. I mean, just...
1: Um, death, sex, and money.
0: I love that podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> I only tells. just found out about it. Yeah. yeah. Really?
1: Oh, she's, she's phenomenal. She's been around. Yeah, I can give you a list of podcasts because obviously that's what I do yeah, as well. Yeah, let's talk. We can do that afterwards. Um, insofar as what do you guys typically talk about? Again, I don't want to do a disservice to what majority of guys. But have you heard of three shots tequila?
0: Yep.
1: Well, there's your prime example of what is usually a conversation
2: that happens between men. I haven't heard of three shots tequila. Okay. I really haven't. Have you
1: not? No. Okay. There. Yeah, what? Please, <laughs> Louisa, educate your co-host. I don't even know please. how that
0: can happen. Okay. Please okay
1: and in similar way if you're going to look at the vice versa then look at the receipt podcast right because that's what women talk about Uh genuinely but fundamentally they're still talking about the same thing which is sex which is money and relationships and all its nuances experiences that women alone have and men don't have in which we don't even have the ability or the vocabulary to talk about right but i know my co or your co-host rather julian he'll talk about his travel all day long Mm. and i'm not saying julian is an anomaly because guess what I've got a plethora of friends who will talk about their travel and what they did. But
2: I guess it's less about sort of what and how, Um, sort of how. So it's more
1: about how rather than what. Uh, Yeah, so sort of
2: how we talk. And because as you said at at the start, I don't necessarily think that um, men talk less about important things, nor do I think, you know, men don't talk about emotions. It's degrees. It's the depth to which we talk. And it's sort of how we frame those conversations. Um, and for my personal um, uh, experience, as I said, I feel like with my f- female friends is a much shorter um, journey to, you know, unearthing those I guess more vulnerable, more emotional, more cumbersome feelings. Um, and I think. I think it's it's important to say, I think there is value in really um, interrogating those complex feelings. So it's not about, you know, is talking for an hour, you know, about your heartbreak better than talking for five minutes about it. That, that, that's just numbers. Yeah. It's just duration, you know. But I think it's the degree to which we're willing to interrogate and unpack those things. And I think that's where I'm trying to sort of get here.
1: Why do you feel more comfortable talking about your feelings with women than Mm. you do with your guy friends? And secondly, have you and which guy friends do you talk about your feelings to?
2: Mm. Um, Why do I feel more comfortable? I think because there is a history of us getting deeper, it's easier to talk about it.
1: And the second question is, was for me, is like, so those, right, that you do, have yeah. you, I'm wondering, have yeah. you actually spoken
2: on a deep yeah. level yes. with your uh, guy yeah. friends, and
1: what was the differentiator, really, is mm. what I'm just trying to get at?
2: Right. So it's about, that's a really good question, and I think this sort of um, goes to the heart of what, a, what, what I'm trying to get at here, is, I, c- I keep on coming back to the word tools, so it's, it's unearthing your vulnerability, and feeling as though the other person might empathize and sympathize with you, but they don't necessarily know how to handle it. So it's kind of like, oh, thanks for telling me that, but that's too much, you know. And not in a not in a in, in a in a put down. It's not like they're like, oh yeah, I want to turn up. Like, don't talk about your feelings. No, I just think because they've grown up probably having those same feelings, but not having anyone to share it with. Not, not not having anyone that, that that can you know heal them in some way, they do not nec- they don't know how to handle it. It's kind of like you know the the there's folks who when they see folks crying, you know, some someone hug and be like, yeah, hey, what's up, you know, and others would just feel awkward, yeah. you know. And I think that's usually t- down to a history of how you were raised and how the people in your circle, you know, treated you. So you you go back, you know, it, to me, it, it all goes back to to our childhood to how we were raised and that's why I think the the way we socialize boys is different from the way we socialize girls you know and, I, and this might sound cliche but yes we still do that whole thing of you know be a man don't cry you know or fight or take care of your sister you're a man you protect and when you when you're socialized in in, in that way from you know babyhood to your teenage life and to adulthood you know you you see vulnerability as a as a weakness you might not necessarily shun it completely in the sense of you know i'm not trying to say all oh, men are sort, sort of hard and you know don't talk about don't talk about feelings whatsoever but I, I i do think they 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 don't want to show weakness in some way and unless they're completely certain that the other person w- wouldn't judge, and the, I think I think that the, that's why men—I I can only speak for straight men here—are open with their partners, you know, because they—they, they, 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 I mean, this is someone you've been vulnerable with, you'd hope to some degree, um, but with their boys, you know, it's kind of like you don't want to show your weakness to to a level, and only perhaps only with, with with boys you've known for a long time or, or you've been through the mill with that you can say, yeah. hey, look, I'm not I'm not all right.
0: Can I ask Julian if you could tell me in a little bit more detail what are the things that you find easy to talk to your boys about, and what are the things that you find difficult to talk to your boys about?
1: Can can we all say if it's possibly yeah. if it's possible yeah. to define when we talk about boys, what we're we talking about here? Oh, I'm because talking, yeah. do you know what I mean. Like there's your boys that you party with. There's your mm. boys who've known you from the day dot, and they're yeah. full. Again, the level of trust.
0: So let's assume you're in a circle, right? So essentially, if not your best friend or your best friends, them and your relatively close friends. So not just people to call on a night out, but maybe people who you would invite to yeah your birthday maybe your wedding or I don't know but you know certain calibre Do
1: give it to give it to Jules <laughs> Jules What's up? let's talk about the boys where you've seen naked boys have seen naked
2: I don't know if I've seen anyone completely naked right yeah. but I'm
1: talking about the comfort zone here yeah, yeah do you know yeah, what I okay. mean okay. so in yeah. regards to is that the boys we're talking yeah. about or is it What's, the wait, essentially time? I
2: think I can s- summarize it as your most active whatsapp group <laughs>
1: Oh, no, no, my WhatsApp group is lit. I've got way too many groups as well, so you don't even want to unlock that.
0: And can I ask, is it common for guys to be naked around each other? And is it okay? Yeah, I, I don't actually
1: think I've seen any of my friends naked, honestly. I went to an all-boys boarding school.
0: Okay, it's interesting, Thank but you. yes, I mean more specifically, Julian. What are the, some of the things that you find easier, and some of the things that you find difficult to talk about? Because I think we're we're talking about these things, mm-hmm. but I just want to pinpoint yeah. exactly what are those things. Let's get to it. Yeah.
2: Difficult to talk about. I'll start with that. Is admitting failure. Mm-hmm. So not just um, so if f- failure in terms of relationships, knowing that I did not live to a certain ideal. Um, and go into my boys like I messed up in some way or I did not, I was dishonest or, you know, I think that is is difficult. Um, Failure in terms of professionally, Mm -hmm. saying uh, I was going for a job, I didn't get it, or I was going for a promotion, I didn't get it. That's something difficult to talk about. Easy would probably also be goals and aspirations in a... Probably professional, financial, material sense. Mm -hmm. Um, That is easy to a degree until you start really getting specific. And then you have to be quite vulnerable.
0: Where does sex as a separate thing to intimacy fall into that easy and difficult category?
2: That's really interesting. Because I honestly believe that men and women are not completely honest with each other. So I think it's easy for me to talk about sex in the general sense of... We had sex. It was great. Um, or I want to have sex with that. Or without that. <laughs> wow. I was gonna. I was going I was gonna add something wow. else. Wow. Jesus,
1: misogyny just came right. out. Boy, I'm he was gonna gonna hiding that in I'm gonna be share woman. Wow.
2: <laughs> I
1: did not no, don't have sexual me. relationships without <laughs> woman.
2: Don't at me. No, no. But you know, you know what I mean. Um, but when it comes to we, I mean, we know that. Sex is a very vulnerable, intimate act, and I don't think as guys we talk about like performance issues, even if it's just a temporary thing of oh, you know, what they call a henny dick. Like <laughs> we might not, we might not, we might not necessarily admit, and not that I think it would be embarrassing, um, because eventually when we do admit admit those things, we laugh about it. Mm-hmm. But I think there is this. Expectation to always talk about conquering and to always talk about I'm the man in in some way. You you can be self-deprecating. There's levels um, to it, but I think the overwhelming tendency is to be the man in some way. Um, And we're not when when it comes to love Mm -hmm. as well, unless it's your close circle, Mm -hmm. you know, and unless as guys you have a history of being vulnerable with. In general, I don't think we're we're, um, open to having those, I guess, health, what I I consider healthy conversations about love and intimacy and sex. I don't know what what you think.
1: No, I, I concur. I agree with everything you said. Oh wow! You break, they both looked at me like that, expecting you, you, you gotta break it down. I think uh, <laughs> I set a pattern by Keith. on talking um, Those piffy answers won't do on a podcast, sadly. Note to self. Um, so yeah, no, you're leading on some great points. And so far as the vulnerability, what we talk about is a lot of it is goal orientated. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of it is professionally mm. based. Um, there are obviously smaller circles or more inner circles mm. where you can be vulnerable. You can say that you're feeling. Fatigued, mentally unwell, physically unwell, whatever mm. it may be, and you have your circle of boys who will help you out regarding that. Um, Can I just interject? Do you please.
2: feel when you meet a group of new new men, so maybe your boys' boys, mm-hmm. um, do you feel comfortable enough to maybe a talk about personal things? So we're not necessarily talking about going in depth, but talking about personal things, and b are you willing to be intimate with men you've only recently met? Pause.
1: <laughs> Can you define intimate? <laughs> no, I, know, I know, I brain know, brain what, I know what, what you, I know, me. I know, talk I know what you're about talking this, about. Yeah. Um, well, never let let's let's look at well-being holistically, right? Mm. So we're talking physical, mental, and spiritual, possibly, right? Mm. If people want to go into that, if I've met someone brand new, would I talk to them about my mental health? No, but what I would do is. Sh- Speak about things that will allow me to gauge whether or not they are with me on a mental okay. capacity. Okay. Physical, well, physical is almost very visceral, right? So you can actually see, oh, you work out. Yeah, I do a couple of push ups. Thanks for noticing. Yeah. Done. Pause that. Spiritually, well, we can't, that's a cross in between, isn't it? So yeah. I don't know how I can really tackle that for yeah. someone brand new, um, apart from talking about books and resources that I consume to see whether or not, again, I can engage. Yeah. So to answer your question, do I talk about it from the get go? I think I'm a bit of an anomaly anyway, when it comes down to general men, quote unquote, mm. um, because I will go at it in order for me to sort mm. of Actually, sift like, out, sift just, out the bullshit. Let me just quickly,
2: you know, um, please pinpoint that, what, what you've just said. So you've said, you think you, you are an anomaly when it comes to general men. Why do you think that?
1: Oh, because I've been told I am.
2: Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: someone who I filter out things quite quickly by being mm. purposely awkward. Okay, and I say purposely awkward, and as just say, "Okay, I now know you get me on that level, and that joke, you get me on that level, you get me on that level." So I can yeah. now know how to actually navigate okay. the environment yeah. I'm in.
2: Okay. But it's just so, 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 so not that, a lot of good. people so, don't do
1: that. A lot of people actually would rather be vanilla and actually toe yeah. the line and go, "Ooh, I actually want to be liked."
2: But this is this is a good sort of jumping-off point because because I've always known, and I'm sure you you'd agree that you're someone that's very self-aware. How would you? talk about their levels of you know comfortableness when it comes to speaking about, about intimacy with, with their own close friendship group or you know when they, about talk about, when they talk
1: about emotions or intimacy mm. okay um, a typical the archetype man quote unquote right um, a lot of it I think you alluded to earlier you talk about banter mm. a lot of it is quite crude Mm. A lot of it, we don't actually, funny enough, and this is what a lot of women potentially think we do, we Mm. don't actually talk about things specific Mm. when it comes down to sex. Mm. We don't talk about, like, I know women will talk about penis size, They'll talk about, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Kay. I know you're looking at me. They'll talk about, like, male's, um endowment. They'll talk about sexual positions. They'll talk about duration and all that. Mm. We don't. We just, you know, in the most, like, crude manner, i go, yeah, smash the shit out of her. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like, mm. that bedboard. Mm. There's a reason why there's pillars. There's mm. a reason why there's a wheelchair outside my bedroom. Do you know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I ain't disabled. And I don't know. She won't walk in the following morning. Yeah. Shit like that.
2: Yeah.
1: Surface banter. Yeah. Done. So that's sex, right? Yeah. Let's talk about insofar as vulnerability.
2: But yeah. well, nah,
1: do you know what I mean? We'll go, man ain't hot. You yeah. know that reference? Mm. Okay, say no more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. things where it is very like, I'm actually going to try and overtly showcase that I'm actually everything but vulnerable and weak and mm. meek. Mm. And that is, I guess, the archetype of what allegedly, mm. quote unquote, a man is. Mm.
0: Can I ask how that is now changing as you age? Because, for instance, I listen to the Receipts podcast... And I love listening to the Receipts podcast because they talk very candidly about things that women experience, but the oldest person in the Receipts podcast is my age. She's, I think, just turned 30. So, fundamentally, they are kind of in their mid to late 20s and are at a point where I think as individual women, they are very open and brave, and I like that, but I also think at a certain age you do have a little bit more freedom to talk flippantly about some of these things, whether it's sex, whether it's intimacy, whether it's all that kind of stuff. But as you get older, particularly as your relationships become more serious, you have to start respecting privacy. And you also start reaching different stages in your life where you need to basically get your shit together. And as Julian said, it becomes harder to start being uh, vocal about your failures or shortcomings, whether they're financial, emotional, spiritual, physical, whatever they are. So actually the opportunity to be completely open, candid, and even flippant about those things decreases significantly. And I'm just wondering from so for me listening to the receipts podcast is very self-indulgent because I feel like I get to have the conversations that I don't really think I can have with a lot of my female friends and maybe if I do it's certainly over a few drinks and a lot of guards have to be let down and I'm wondering for men to what extent does your the opportunity to be open start to expire as you get older and which you might have to start um, being very diplomatic about what you decide to share.
1: That's interesting that you go what as opposed to if. I, d- I don't think that the older you get, the opportunity or the window to be vulnerable decreases. I've actually, I would argue, totally opposite. I think the more you comfortable you get as you're older, the more vulnerable and more open you can because you know you don't have all the answers. In fact, let's not be around the bush. When we're younger, we are very much not entitled, but quite naive, blissfully so, or willfully so. Either way, to think that, you know, we had all our shit together. Can I swear on the podcast? I clearly just did, so sorry. You might have to bleep that out. Either way. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I would <won't> be... <laughs> you see the... <laughs> Yeah, and we're like, wow, that sound effects. That was amazing. Um, I think the older you get, the more open you are, the more vulnerable you, you can become. Because, you know, you know, or you've lived a lot of life. In my personal opinion, I only say that looking at those who are above me, 10, 20 years, you know, mm-hmm. my family members, because mm-hmm. obviously I'm still quote
2: unquote young. Yeah. I was I was actually going to just ask about how you think, or if you think being African complicates, and I don't mean the, I, I don't mean to use the word complicates in a negative way, but how does that define your masculinity? And I want I want you to sort of interpret definition as almost a, a sculptor adding, you know extra marks on a on a piece like how 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 do you think being an African man and the expectations other men and women in your family in your circle have of you does does that in any way um, Um, are you conscious of that well
1: it's a difficult one for me because my mum and dad are estranged so Mm. my dad lives in Nigeria my mum's lived here all my life do you Mm. know what I mean because I was born and I've lived here pretty much all my life Mm. the women in my family are just phenomenal like Mm. my mum's a stubborn lady who worked at 1.3 jobs to put her kids through school Mm. as in like you know the beacon or lighthouse or whoever I was to emulate masculinity right, 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 to, right, as right, in my right. dad, yeah. wasn't around. Right, right. So, for me, I don't know to answer your question mm. in the simplest of terms. Mm. But I Does do. that...
2: Do you think that makes... I, I don't want to get sort of too personal. But, no, no, please but, do.
1: I'm vulnerable. I'm, I'm open. <laughs> I'm genuinely here for the people. If this helps and if people can relate, then I'm happy no, to talk.
2: But then, do you think that makes you um, different... I, from from other Nigerian men, f- 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 for example, like your personal experience of growing up with with y- your mom. Yeah. Do you think that? Of course. All right.
1: Of course, but I know no better. Uh-huh. Right. Do you know what I mean? I have too many people in my life who've asked me, so what do you reckon your life would have been like if, you know, your dad was in your life yeah. in, the, in the way that most other dads or parents are together? Like, I know no better. So it's yeah. such a crazy question to ask. Right. But how, how do you imagine? How do I imagine? Yeah not what I am currently. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Because I am what I am because I am where I am and what is going on currently in my life. But I
2: guess guess what I'm trying to get at is um, what type of masculinity, it may not be a negative thing, Mm. but what type of masculinity have you avoided because of your upbringing? And, and I, I want to stress that I'm not saying that you would have been, you know, some kind of masochist. Uh, yeah, no, not no, But I'm saying, like, you know.
1: I guess the simplest or the, or the easiest way to answer that, since it's a difficult hypothetical, yeah. is to look at parallels to who my current friends are who do have, right. you know, yeah. parents that are together. Yeah. And they are obviously African diasporan. So yeah. I'm not going to name names because it's crazy. But I do have a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, where, like, his dad, right? Treated my mum quite poorly because he didn't respect her and I assume because she was a woman Right, right? Um, He was the sort of guy who would ensure that his kids followed his rules particularly whilst they were still in his house Right, so you must do X Y Z Yeah, he to the point where he actually almost had Signals for them that weren't words for them to come through (laughs) He literally whistled And they knew their own whistle. (laughs) So if you're talking about, is it a Von Tramp family from uh, sound of music? It literally was that now looking at him growing up because he's grown up with me in parallel. Right. How has he become? Well, he's a phenomenal guy. He's in a profession again without hopefully if I mention his profession, will he know? He might not even listen to this. He's a lawyer. Yeah. Right. But he doesn't enjoy it, but he knew he had to do it because that was what he sort of upbringing was like. You must do the sort of um, professions.
2: Yeah. How that, does
1: he treat women? Yeah. I guess even going into the masculinity aspect and like, yeah. you know, Devon. I personally think he's a bit heavy handed. Right. But guess what? There are some people who reciprocate or rather they, for one of a bad word, whether they enjoy it or don't know. Yeah. But clearly it's a pattern that's deemed successful. So he continues to do it. Yeah. And he clearly gets
2: ladies. I, I you mean, know? I, and I, I
1: think there are some women who like definitely being... <laughs> And it, it, please correct me if I'm wrong, but they like a man, quote unquote, yeah. to be like quite, you know, directional and saying, less we're going to do this. This you is know. what we're doing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And,
2: uh, to me, I, I think I think it all it goes down to how how we're socialized when, when we're uh, growing up. Because if that's, as a woman, if that's what you've seen in your circle and your uncles and your dad do, that's what you, you expect. And that's what you might like. Or you might think you like. The way I, I look at it, a lot of, uh, maybe this is Freudian, but a lot of our habits and our beliefs and our values are, you know, formed by how, how we grew up. Like, yeah, so 100%. 100% our environment. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: I don't know, did I answer your question? No, you know, you
2: did. Okay. You did.
0: Um, um, I just wanted to ask, is there anything that you feel, I mean, overall, Ade, I get the impression that quite broadly speaking, you agree with Julian's sentiments. That to some extent, men don't communicate about their feelings and about things that they feel the same way that women do. I think we all agree on that. that. And I think, uh, fundamentally, broadly speaking, um, you seem to agree that men may have issues in terms of feeling vulnerable. And it sounds like you can maybe, if not relate personally, but have certainly seen that to some extent, maybe through other people. Um, and I, I suppose I wanted to ask you more directly about whether there is anything you feel you would like to talk about to your guy friends that maybe you don't. Um, and I'm wondering whether as a man, you feel like there's certain things that you would like to and haven't. Or, and whether you've even thought about that prior to me asking you.
1: Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of things for me to unpack there. First and foremost, yes, I absolutely agree with Julian, the first point. Right. The second point was regards to men not feeling or able to feel as vulnerable, right as women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know whether I necessarily agree with that. I think women don't feel they can be as vulnerable to certain women as well. It depends to mm-hmm. certain people. I keep on trying to reiterate or stress that.
0: I'm talking but about. Uh, but I get that yeah. broadly speaking, yeah. right.
1: And the last bit is what is it potentially that you? I would specifically like to talk about. That I don't feel like I do speak about um, with men um I don't know. I think we've got this assumption that are those who on the outwards seem like they've got their life together, that they're okay. And no one ever checks on their strong friend. Mm. And I'm someone who personally, I love connecting. Mm. That's my signifier. That's what I feel my value is. I'll happily put anyone together. So guys at me, by the way, if you want anything, I definitely throw a little plug, a little promo, blacktickulate all the way through. No k. Anyway, um, (laughs) point is but then i actually realized especially just recently secondary to me and my value of me liking to connect i actually also like credit and i don't mean monetary i actually like the fact that someone could just nod and go yeah Ade actually set me up with that person okay. or helped me out and i don't find that anyone or i don't feel personally that people do that in reverse but i would like without having to ask for help People to just ask, how are you doing, Eddie? Mm,
0: okay. Just to
1: check up. Because yeah. on the surface of things, everything seems dandy. Because you are the Precisely. Okay. Or one of them. I mean, to be honest with you, my squad is strong okay. regardless.
0: Okay. That's interesting. And I think that that's fair. Yeah. What about you, Julian? Is there anything that maybe you haven't talked about that you'd like to? Or just feel like you'd like to throw that into the ring and see see how it would play out.
2: Wow, yeah, that's a big one. Um I'd love to have almost therapy sessions with with my male friends. Mm. Um I feel like I do have that to a certain to a certain degree with with my flatmate who I've known for, for a long time. So where we can sit down and just honestly unpack emotions and feelings and also try to understand why we act in, 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 in certain ways. Mm-hmm. So essentially, just being open and vulnerable and saying, hey, look, I behave in this way because of these past experiences. Yeah. Or oh, I behave in this way because this person said this to me or did this to me.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and I, I I wish I could do that a lot more. I mean, I know, I know it takes a, le- a, a level of, of intimacy to be able to do that, but... That's something I wish I could do. like going back to childhood. Like you know, this is why I I think in this way, or this is why I behave in this way, and these are are the results of my actions. Mm-hmm. I w- I, yeah, I wish I could do that with more fr- with more, more male friends. Yeah, exactly, more male friends. Um, and I think I think to be honest, I think that when I think back at the kind of conversations I have with, with men, I think there are times when men know how to articulate vulnerability to a, a certain degree. They just do not do not expect to do that. And so it's kind of like you want to get deep and they're kind of like, I don't know, let's keep it superficial. And they then realize, oh, wow, okay. Like, you know, he really wants to talk. Mm. All right, so let's talk. You know, so it's kind of like the default mode is it's all dandy, it's all good. Yeah. You know, let's hang, let's chill. You know, let's not go, you know, too vulnerable. Mm. And... It's almost as though we – I think there's the, the, the something Addie said in, in, in the beginning about, you know, um, almost just wanted to answer the question or let's –
0: Get to the point. Exactly.
2: Let's get to the point. Like, you feel that way. You know, the way we can solve that is do this. Yeah. You know, and there are times when you then realize, oh, no, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. This is one of those situations where yeah. we need to stop and pause and uh, and talk. Um and I think that a lot of men have, a lot of them know that so it's just a matter of understanding that, you know, your boys do want to talk a lot more yeah. than you I mean, think.
1: I think a lot of things is contextual as well. Yeah. I think there needs to be safe spaces in which we feel we can talk. Yeah. And I think, and again, I'm keeping using the word think, that women just as default every space can be about feelings right, 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 whereby right. if a man was in a pub,
2: yeah.
1: Most likely in a pub, not necessarily talk about feelings, but to watch a game on the right. on the TV or just talk. Not right. you know, just say like we're just hanging out. Yeah, yeah. Whereby I think in the same context, if a lady or women mm. were to be in pubs, it's about let's actually catch up as friends, let's mm. find out about our feelings. Mm. So just I
2: think in yeah,
1: environment yeah. plays a factor into this. I don't know. What, so I think a
2: lot of a lot of what what we're sort of seeing here, I think, goes back to. The, the idea of, like, I'm going to say it again, tools of, we both have those innate desires to...
0: Want to express the exactly. same thing somehow. Yeah.
2: So we want to we want to express, we want our friends to see the real us. Mm. But it's almost as though women have more opportunities in in, in the sense of, as you said, safe spaces and are sort of told through life to... Be to articulate their feelings a lot more, so they do it more frequently. Therefore, better they sort of train that muscle of you know talking about feelings. And we want to do the same thing, but as you said, you know, you go to the pub and you're like you're feeling depressed. You want to talk to your boys about mm. it, but England's game is on, so yeah. <laughs> you know, not that you, you you suppress it, but I mean, if 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 you look at the the disparity in suicide rates, mm. for instance, I think it's like seventy five percent men
0: yeah
2: young men are killing themselves
0: i mean you do, know, you, do you do
2: i think it's related? to that
0: do you honestly feel that if you were to be in a dark place that you would have guys that you could call on
2: i'm i'm thankful to say yes okay um but i know that's not always been the case mm-hmm. yeah I, I definitely know that's not that's not always been the case and had i been in university and feeling depressed and down um, I don't think i would have had anyone that I could you know open up to yeah and I also know some of my friends don't necessarily have that mm-hmm. i I'd hope they'd come to me yeah but I know that just based on the i don't know the depth of of the relationship or you know how they see me they probably won't they probably yeah. won't yeah but uh, yeah I'm thankful to say I, I do but it's not always been the case Mm-hmm
1: um i believe i do certainly i can reel off a couple of people about Wayne. obviously for the sake of identity (laughs) um but then there are certainly people as well whether or not they actually are capable of helping because we often overlook that we just assume we want to just splurge but you know sometimes it can be quite detrimental to give poor advice especially when someone is mentally feeling unwell
2: right can we just unpack that a little bit sure why would you think some of you your male friends might be incapable of helping
1: not capable of yeah. right because you test it you test the waters you mm. put i mean you you find yourself in different sorts of environments with your boys right mm. at different stages of your life mm. and communication can only it's so varied right mm-hmm. so nuanced so you're not always going to talk about the same thing every time you meet up right mm. so then that's the test and the water you know maybe it's a like it could be something that they might have said off the cuff or flippantly Mm. in which then has actually triggered you and going, you know what? I can't actually speak to Mm. X about Y. Mm.
0: I get the impression that, uh, I feel like I'm always starting with that. I get the impression.
1: (laughs) I'm going to conclude that you, sir,
2: are no sir at all.
0: I mean, I I feel that I'm in the room with two men who are quite incredibly but more in touch with themselves emotionally than a lot of other guys that I've come across attached to any of the things that usually we attach our success to. So I suppose what I am imagining is that there, there will be people who are listening to this episode. I would be interested in knowing what you think you would advise. And I think we spoke about being careful about advising on particularly, certainly sensitive topics that we might not be equipped to advise on but what you think fundamentally are the steps to encouraging um, and breaking down the barriers that exist in our construct of masculinity and our construct of strength and goal-orientatedness that is so much embedded in the root of what manhood is, that was the longest question yeah, i ever Yeah, that was asked.
1: Uh, even my head. I was like, there was a lot of English there. <laughs> Like. A lot of her three syllables, <laughs> four syllables. I was like, I my Oxford like, dictionary was me. I, I, like, I, like, I was like, an essay and like the I was like, my end. girl's uh, she's going in. I was like, did she say uh, deconstruct? Kind of a spell deconstruct. Yeah, and I did say it.
0: What do you think are the best ways in terms of men being able to break down the barriers and take the first steps in terms of allowing their vulnerability to be separate? to their manhood and that the, they don't have to be in conflict with each other
1: yeah i think still a long question yeah i think time. vulnerability is inseparable to one's um being full stop mm. i think what we do as men is we action speak louder than words so what we tend to do hence the violence aspect is we lash out we we speak more physically mm. than we do verbally um, so in regards to equipped, well, maybe that's not even the right word, but insofar as to actually ensure that it is okay to express oneself verbally, I would say whenever they feel a certain type of way, jot it down. Mm-hmm. For me, writing often helps or, you know, say jot it down, maybe even a voice note, whatever it is. To just say, ah, scream, whatever, you know, and then they can always revert back to it because again, we're very solution oriented. Mm. So if that's a case of, I felt a certain emotion, mm. not sure what that is, but I just, I just need to say it, even if I can't articulate it or have the vocab for it, words go, ah, mm. and then, you know, at least that is a, a step. An outlet. It's a step. Yeah. That's my personal opinion.
0: I think that's great. What do you think, Julian?
2: Three really long, a great question. Um, I think that it comes down to breaking our understanding and definition of masculinity. And I, I I think there's not a lot of men that frame their masculinity in sort of specific ways. Yeah. But we generally, based on our values, would know or this is this is what. Is expected of me as a man, and this is what is not expected of me as a man. And I think we need to shatter those completely. Mm-hmm. And once you do, and once you realize that, if, once you live life without an expectation based on, on your being a man, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, you know, you're free. You know, you're free to be your true self. You're free to be vulnerable. You're free to not be vulnerable if you don't want to be. You're free to, you know, make decisions that are truly individual. Um, and I think that's... And it's a, it's a step that, you know, applies to women as well. You know, because we all go through life with a, a certain um, consciousness of expectations. And I think that's what... That's why we fear talking to um, to our, our brothers or our, our, our male friends about certain things because there is an expectation, and this may not be the case in every single friendship group, but there is an expectation that I'm supposed to be this way. I'm supposed to be strong, yeah. so I'm not going to be weak. You know, I'm supposed to dominate, so I'm not going to ask her for her opinion. You know, I'm supposed to you know be the provider, so I can't tell her i'm bankrupt or you know so there's so many expectations that we just need to you know i guess unlink from who we are as men or who we are as women and just shatter be free I think you to yeah yeah there. i
1: feel like we're going to conclude here this is a nice sort of <laughs> yeah, question yeah. but i'm actually very question i'm curious to yeah. know louisa what did you think men spoke about? Because <laughs> you said that we are the minority,
0: yeah.
1: right? So there's clearly a stereotype or there's clearly yep. for you. Yep. Uh, so I'm curious to know what that was.
0: Yeah. And I, and I really we... don't want men to take this into offense because I think really highly of you. And I love men. And I. this is not a representation entire, entirely of what I think men talk about. But on a very general thing, sports... Oh, what did you watch? What did you watch the the game? Oh, did you see him? Oh, he's been performing. Oh, he's lazy. Oh, blah, blah, blah. so that's generally what I think sports conversations sound like.
1: <laughs> you're not wrong. I definitely. Um, I saw myself in that 100. percent
0: And then work, but I think work conversations are all about yeah, this is happening. Where do I want to go next? It's very ambitious orientated, but but not usually talking about some of the things that you're actually going through that might be getting you down. Very goal orientated. Um, Boobs, maybe.
1: (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. I corroborate that
0: 100%. So, like big boobs or small boobs no I don't want some no, big are you boobs no you're speaking to I two African away?
1: men nyashes preferably
0: <laughs> yeah no, that
2: as well really. 100% I was just going to add are we tick. using boobs as a metaphor for the physical being yeah yeah because I was like I'm oh, gonna... look
1: at Jules man we we're trying to actually get it low brow here but he went into the highbrow. are we using boobs <laughs> for the physical being <laughs> no because I
2: was just quote. I was just saying you're talking to African <laughs> yeah
1: I was going to say you're talking to African men like ah you know, uh, where's that handy nyash fine girl you know, an no animate, pimples um <laughs> um do women not talk about men's physicality i'm not saying i'm not I'm saying we're, bi- we're, not bidding, we're not bidding we're not bidding I'm not less than you, think. you versus yeah us. i okay. mean
0: certainly in my circle circles
1: so you don't circulate dick
0: pics no certainly not no interesting um, she
1: rolled her eyes like she was I don't, disgusted I, at the yeah, idea I, of that
0: yeah absolutely not. i don't even think i've ever seen one in my phone to be fair but i might be the minority i don't know but um
1: so yeah so we spoke about sports we spoke about work being an ambitious sense and then you spoke about the physical um the physique of a lady a woman yeah that's what men typically talk about i'm sure you're gonna have this with a with a woman right what do women usually talk about I, i get it i don't think men are that inquisitive what women talk about in that respect or that light or the way it seemed but the truth and the matter is, yeah, I, I get it. I get, I get it.
0: Because you haven't, you haven't told me that. Oh, you think that we talk about this, but we talk about that, and we talk about this. Maybe I'll include like politics or something into that situation as in, yeah. in into those topic notes as well. Um,
1: Just goes to show the levels, the layers yeah. that we have, eh? Yeah, we're not so stereotypical.
2: Well, but it's interesting, as you were saying that, I was thinking to myself, I don't think I've ever thought of about what do women talk about.
1: Really? No, no. Yeah,
2: it's 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 past my mind, but like, you know, I, yeah.
1: I've never been that inquisitive. I've never been
2: that inquisitive. And, and not I, because I think I know. Yeah. It's just that, yeah.
1: It's often told to us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. But also, I, I was thinking as as you you said um sports, um work and <laughs> and boobs. And I was thinking <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the female equivalent? No,
2: I was thinking to myself: say. if I open up my WhatsApp. And I looked through uh, like the last.
0: Can you both open up your WhatsApp and could you just tell me Never. what you last? I will take spoke my WhatsApp, about. Jules.
1: What are you doing? No, no nah, this is bro this code, mate. No, nah, Jules, I'm not having this. Are
0: they just topic notes? Come no, on, I'm not notes. Come, no, on I'm not come on.
1: No, this, this is. is I take it to my grave.
0: I, I need the proof. You see, you don't you just need it. You don't need it. No. not really, telling me you what you're talking Don't need it, Jules. I can't believe this. With all the WhatsApp groups that you claim to have, you cannot say generally what you're talking about?
2: I'm gonna be on. I'm, I'm looking at. I'm looking at my my Wow, Jules. WhatsApp, wow. right? And I'm not gonna read it out because you know there's okay. stuff here. Yeah. But the last the last message was about work okay. from a friend. Then um, <laughs> Wow. So my my last my last message was about was a picture of Rihanna.
0: Okay, yeah. And yeah. So with lots
2: of boobs. With lots of boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was. I did I mean I said I will sacrifice my firstborn. Wow. <laughs> okay. So it was about boobs. Mm. Um and um do we go to sports? Oh, work, more work? Mm. More work um and music? No. Oh. No sports, but work, a lot of a lot of work. Dating? Okay. Yeah. Can I
0: ask what kind of word about dating?
2: Uh about Tinder. Um about the specific the friend was asking about the specifics of Tinder. He Are
0: you on Tinder?
2: I am on Tinder, yeah. Mm,
0: how's it going?
2: Uh um, i not great. That's because I only rejoined last week. Okay. So <laughs> uh, I'll tell you more later. Okay. Um and yeah, me talking about the fact that I watched Girls Trip. Great film.
0: Oh, uh, I want to see that. Um but yeah. Your group sounds popping. I wish
2: it, I could join it, it, is, it is. It is popping. It is popping. Uh, lots of, lots of boobs, um, in in the um, metaphorical sense. Yeah, and we talk about appropriation. Okay. But appropriation of booty. So
0: <laughs> wow, <laughs> which is a topic okay. for
2: another day. That sounds um, like a
0: whole podcast episode yeah. in of itself.
2: So uh, wow, Louise, I think you're right. There is a lot of uh, of what you just said. Hmm. Um. Do we get deep in any conversation? I'm, I mean, I'm already in the middle of July, and you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Really? Um, Gosh,
0: my WhatsApp is so deep. Really? No word of a lie. Oh, there's Rihanna. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> uh, there, there's a little bit. I'll, I'll
2: give a little bit of context for that because. Okay. Um, we were, we were talking about the, the the rivalry between the West Indies and and West Africa, so I had to shout out that mm. the West Indies were winning on the Rihanna front.
0: Okay, but
2: um, yeah, it's mainly about mainly about food, mm. um, and yeah, some emotion there as well. But yeah, lots of banter. It's interesting. Oh, okay. I'm not I'm not gonna go there because there's
0: yeah. Mm. There's, let's stop there. Can I, in comparison, <laughs> give you an idea of what my WhatsApp yeah. group looks like? <laughs> this is interesting okay because the thing is that there's so much writing that i just (laughs) there's just so much text (laughs) okay so dishonesty
2: be with each other
0: was in like in relationships about dishonesty where it starts the spectrum of white lies you know Deep. so sure. yeah yeah i mean like just one whole conversation Whoa. yeah and that's i mean a, that's it's, a
2: dissertation
0: this is just <laughs> this is just an average day so now we're talking about um the institutionalization of food the industry and uh do
2: you have any rihanna pictures
0: no then we're, co- we're comparing aldi to little <laughs> <God. laughs> oh my
2: god you guys sound like a fun bunch
0: um <laughs> Okay, hold on, let me scroll a little bit more. Ooh, okay, there is a. <laughs> there it's is a, a picture. Uh, yeah, there is a picture, but it's a nakedish picture of one of us, but it's more to do with fitness and all that kind of stuff. right. So we're not sexualizing anyone else except for ourselves. Family, ambition, uh, working, childcare. I haven't looked at honey but I haven't seen anything about it. I use honey every day in my tea have done feet. Say nothing. Say no more.
2: Oh, oh man.
0: hilarious.
2: Well, I think I think that, you know, summarizes the gap between men and women. I, I like the fact we were, we we were very um introspective and deep early. And, mm. uh, it's always good to start Righteous and finished finish Ratchet. Yeah, yeah you know? so I like that. This is right. But no, um, to sort of wrap up, firstly, I just want to say thanks, Ade, for coming down and blessing us with your your thoughts. 100%. Um, and um, I definitely think this is a topic that we sort of need to explore a lot more. Um, it's interesting you, you talked about us sort of being um, the minority, and I think I wonder if we could find the majority or someone representative of that that would be kind of interesting to... Delve into that a bit more and also to actually unpack what
0: do women talk about. Um, see if we can have like a face off but yes, thank you so much. Pleasure, thank you for and having
1: me. Uh, I know it's been a longer episode, I don't know if you're gonna cut this up, I'm sure you are.
0: <laughs> no, I think we're actually in good time, really. Yeah, I think we might, you know, I do fiddle around, cook the sound a little bit, but not too much. Cook the sound, yeah, okay, <laughs> such a woman.